1: My head and set my sails in the eye of a storm, in the belly of a whale. My spirit stood on solid ground. I'll be at peace when they lay me down. When I was a child, I cried till my Satisfied,
2: my needs have grown
1: pound for pound, but I'll be at peace when they lay me down. When they lay me down someday, sore. Be at peace when they lay me down. This life isn't fair, it seems. It's filled with tears and broken dreams. There are no tears where I am bound. And I'll be at peace. soul will rise and fly away. This whole world will turn around. I'll be at peace when they live. Someday my soul will rise and fly away This old world will turn around And I'll be at peace when they lay me down When I was a child I cried
3: Let us pray.
2: Almighty, merciful, and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you have made and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Rest our hearts, settle our mind, calm our spirits so that we may be still and know that you are God and all the gloriousness thereof. Create and make in us a new and contrite heart that we worthily lament our sins and acknowledge our shortcomings may obtain of you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: The universe displays
2: scripture comes from 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verses 20b and 21. Listen now for God's word. So we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God.
3: silence, I can hear you, but I'm afraid to be near you, and I don't suppose A friend is a friend, and we all know how this will end. chimney Swift, that finds me, be my keeper. Silhouette of the cedars, what is that song you sing? It is that song you sing for the dead, I see the signal so tight me in the window of my room. Well, I nothing to lose, I got nothing to prove. I forgive you, Mother, I can hear you, and I want to be near you, but every rule leads to an end, yes, every rule leads to an end, your apparition.
2: Death is a loud, buzzing alarm clock. Do-do-do-do-do. Waking the living from their peaceful slumber, death jars us and makes us aware. These words are from an anonymous poet in our Rhythm Lent devotional. And these words, they get me thinking about the moment when death and life meet and how in that moment our priorities change. We shift from thinking about how that meeting went or the next thing that we've got to do to asking, how is my heart in relation to the world around me? How is my heart in relation to those I love and those I don't love? How is my heart in relation to God, my creator, the one who is with me in life and in death? When death and life meet, we awaken to God and our spirits yearn to be reconciled. I'm going to tell you about David. And I've changed his name so that I can share the story with you. David, at the time of his death, was estranged from his sister, Mary Bradley. They hadn't talked, emailed, or seen each other in over eight years. And yet, when the news of David's death reached Mary Bradley, she buckled in pain, weeping. When words finally found her, she says that she wants more than anything a chance to be reconciled to her brother. What she wants more than anything is a chance to work it out, a chance to say I'm sorry, a chance to hear his voice and to let his words seep in, forgiveness freeing her. But now she feels robbed. She feels robbed of the chance to be reconciled to him. Death has taken that chance from her. Death has taken him from her. St. Paul writes to us, ambassadors for Christ, the ones who wear smudged crosses on our foreheads, and he asks that we be reconciled to God. That we move ourselves in body, mind, and spirit closer to God. That we remove the obstacles keeping us from God. That we devote our days to glorify God. And as active as all of those things seem, it's actually passive in the scripture. We aren't to reconcile, we are to be reconciled. God does the heavy lifting. God is the one who comes near to us in every darkness and every suffering we experience. God is the one forgiving us first. God is reconciling us. And when we get in rhythm with God, God sets the tempo we keep beat. What does that look like, Dawn? It looks like our feet finding ground beneath us and our knees buckling to the ground in prayer. It looks like our hands in the dirt coming up to make crosses on our foreheads. It looks like stepping into ancient rituals that awaken in us an awareness of the divine. You and I have experienced death this year. Some of us have looked death in the eye and our whole lives have been awakened by that alarm. And we've had to go on living, answering the next email, studying for the next exam, paying the next bill. Our lives, they're full of these mundane moments while our hearts seek to be reconciled to God. Lent is the time we get to connect the two. It's the time we are so intentional, setting a rhythm to our prayers, participating in worship, practicing gratitude for the person about to receive this email before you type a word. This time of intentionally being reconciled to God, it helps, it helps us when the world feels like two steps away from complete destruction. It helps when our friends betray us. It helps when every day we face the same confusion and despair and exhaustion. These rituals of Lent, they they get us in step with God's tempo. And they give us hope. I remember as a teenager coming directly from soccer practice to the Ash Wednesday service at our church dirty uniform, the shin guard imprint still visible on my shins, the taste of salt on my face. Lining up with the others to receive the dirt and oil, it felt odd to mix this sacred ritual with everything else going on in my day. It felt odd to look somebody in the eyes and to hear them say to me that one day I will die. One day, life and death will meet for me, and in the face of despair, in the face of the scariest thing I can imagine, there is new life. So tonight, when we practice this ritual of encountering death, we do it so that when death comes, we don't doubt for a minute that we belong to God. Scripture tells us in life and in death, we belong to God. It is in this truth that we are reconciled to God. It is in this truth that we live our lives in rhythm with God. Amen.
3: Like fireworks we pull Hey
0: Dust to dust, dirt to dirt, alpha to omega. God, there is no part of this world that does not belong to you. There is no part of ourselves that we can hide from you. Life and death and everything in between are held in the palm of your calloused hands. God, we know death is not to be taken lightly. All around us, it persists. For those facing death in the face, we ask for your comfort. For those stuck in the depths of self-destruction and doubt, we ask for your wisdom. For those facing the despair of violence and oppression, we call for your justice and mercy. As death persists, God, so do you. Today we are reminded of our bodily death. Yet today, O God, we are encouraged knowing that the promise of your love And the comfort of your presence long outlives our mortality. Thanks be to God. Amen.
2: at the hour of our death. Amen. 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 Go in peace.
0: If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash